I keep oh. it so I keep it so simple. It's ridiculous. I don't even know how to use OBS. <laughs> <laughs> as far as anything beyond super like basic, like I, I don't have it up. Yeah, and I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any uh, filters on the mic, so I just turn off the desktop audio and let the mic pick up the game sound, and then I got this little volume dial for the speaker to balance out the sound, just as simple as you could possibly do it. Wait, hold on. So that means when I'm watching you play the game and everything, that's the game audio coming through your microphone? Yep. I did not know that. Damn, man. <laughs> is, is that that blue snowball that I sent you? Yeah. Damn, man, that microphone is good as hell. Right? It it really just sounds like I'm listening to the desktop audio. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, that sounds good to me. And it's like, okay, you can't get more simple than that. I don't have to do anything complicated. Hell no. I mean, that's that's what most people should want out of their setup. Like, that's 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 easy as hell, man. You ain't got to worry about anything. Well, I have pressed record, uh, so... Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Linux Land Podcast. I'm joined by Jeff, as always. Um, and this is the podcast where we just talk um, about what's been going on in life and Linux in the past week. And um, well, I know you've been playing uh, games, as per usual, as as we all should. Uh, but anything else interesting been going on? Not much. It's just I had to quit bouncing around from game to game and just focus on one. So I'm having a lot of fun with Fallout New Vegas. So um, the real question is, is are you now dealing drugs in New Vegas? Oh, yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> it Good. looks like I am. I haven't delivered the package yet, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So right now you're just working your way up through the trafficking ladder. I, I, I'm in transit. Oh, dude. Um, well... I have not been playing any games, particularly because I've been bouncing around instead of from game to game. For me, it's been distro to distro. And <laughs> I really, in all honesty, like it's, it's been a hectic time only because, um, I, I went from Arch to Debian cause I was going to give Debian a try just to see if something stable like in the event that i that i'm not going to be updating um, very frequently or internet's just not very reliable i want a distro that when i do those rare updates the update's going to go smoothly and i don't really have right. to worry about it and it'll last until the next update um debian is i had more issues with debian than i did with arch hmm. and that i will never understand that and i don't i don't think i mean people gave a lot of suggestions like a lot of to fix issues i did get the screen tearing issue fixed but there were more issues with debian like the like the fact that like the discord deb package now again deb package so debian like i mean like right. I mean, we're, we're rocking and rolling it think. refuses to mm -hmm. install. I mean, refuses. Um, so that is a major pain in the ass. And then, I don't know. I I can't remember what I was considering hopping to. Um, and, and then I was like, ah, screw it. You know, it's been a l little while since I tried elementary OS. It's really good. Um, they just created some problems with their new release. 
And I'm like, it's been a while. They've had some time to make some changes and stuff. I'll, I'll give it a try. It is superb. They have done an amazing job here. Huh. Um, uh, it, it, everything just works um, besides their video player, which that has been an, always a thing. Their video player sucks dong water. Like mm -hmm. nothing plays in it. Um, TFL said that like he'll either get video and no audio or audio and no video. Um, for me here, it just like I open it up. I don't get audio or video. I just get a black screen no matter what I open up. It can be mm -hmm. M MKV, MP4, anything. Um, it just don't work. Uh, but besides that application, like everything else works Their Their photo application mm. pulled in all my photos. It's good. Um, their music player here pulled in all my music. Works great. Also, th this little bad boy right here too also pulls in like metadata too for your for your songs and stuff. So it'll pull right. in like album artwork and all that stuff, which is a nice touch. I like that. Right. Um, like I, it took me no time to get my email set up. Um, Steam just works. Uh, the the complaint that we um, raised not too long ago about the fact that when you install Elementary OS, it's targeted for new users. In Elementary OS five, you would install it, go in there, and you had a software center filled with beautiful applications, curated, like re ready to go. There was just a lot of software diversity in their store. Um, and then they released their new elementary OS <coughs> six and at launch, um, and still to this day, if you install it and go straight into the software center, you're going to find like, I mean, it's gotten better. Like at, at launch, it was like fucking 10 apps were in their mm -hmm. software center. Um, now it's more like 30, which is, I mean, better, but that, that's not, not nothing. Great. Well, they have, um, what is it? They have the um, now inside of the welcome screen, which again, uh, that's why I'm saying like now they've they've gotten better. It's still not where they should be, um, but you you log in, it gives you a welcome screen, and part of the welcome screen for the app center is hey, you might want to go here to FlatHub, and like it has like a little link to FlatHub to pull in more software, and so you, I mean that's better than just not telling anyone anything and assuming the new right. user is going to know to go to FlatHub, install something and then pull down from FlatHub. Like, mm -hmm. um, however, uh, when you go to FlatHub now and you go to install a piece of software, um, it gives you this like really nice looking like Mac pop-up. Like, hey, you're about to install an untrusted piece of software. Mm -hmm. um, when you do this, it will also add non-curated apps to the software center from this repository, um, which I think is great and everything. Like that's, it looks amazing. It's a really nice polished touch that's gonna keep a new user from, I mean, it's just warning a new user, it's, it, it's nice. And then it pulls into the software center. You install, well, I mean, you, like it'll load up the software center, you install your program from the software center. And then after that, you have non-curated apps from FlatHub now in the software center. But here's, here's the thing that raises the biggest question to me. Why am I going through all this roundabout process of including FlatHub when you already like inside of the software center, if I open it up right here, so people watching this, I know Jeff, you can't see this, but people watching this will be able to see it. I'm going to go ahead and just load up the um, software center real quick. And if I search for something like GIMP, 
uh, we're going to see non-curated apps at the top and we get Glimpse, GIMP, because again, GIMP is not even in their regular repository for their software center. You have to get that from Flathub, um, which I don't have a problem with, but uh, it's already distinguished as non-curated apps. So why not just, if, if almost every piece of, like, by the way, I mean, like, if you want to get Chromium, Firefox, shit like that, like, you're going to need the Flathub repository. So why not just integrate with Flathub, skip right. the whole roundabout bullshit. Why, about is it, why is it not configured from the start? Exactly. Like As your default. Your, yeah. Cause you're already distinguishing what is your curator or at least, and what's or not. At least a, or at least a little box box pops up on the first one run. Do you want to include? Yeah. Like Flathub. I, I think you should load up into the software center and they should either already have integrated it or it'd be a pop-up option of, Hey, do you yeah, want to do this? Up. You want to do this? Yep. But the, the thing about it too is like it, I, I could understand the argument of being like, well, we don't want uh, new users who aren't interested in that worried about security um, to, you know, accidentally start installing non-curated apps if they're not paying attention. Um, I understand that argument, but when you go into the software center and you click on a non-curated app and want to install it, it's going to give you this pop-up like sysadmin thing, install non-curated app. This is not, you know, it's not curated by elementary OS. It's not right. reviewed for security, privacy, system integration, anything. And you have the option of don't install or install. What? Just integrate the damn thing, man. Like, right. again, like it's, it's not really that big of an issue, but it's like they've over-engineered it for people who like know what they're going to do to install Flathub, which like, I, I, I understand how you could get sidetracked and down, down that little tangent. But like when you step back for just one second and think about it, like, I mean, come on, a new user is probably going to want to install a different browser than like Midori. Um, Cause let's be honest, it, sucks <laughs> like, it's just, it just does you're gonna want firefox or something right. um and also like it's not like flathub has like atrocious packages like you're not the the amount of apps that are as abandoned as some aur packages on flathub like i mean you're good you're good like there are some aur packages that haven't been touched in 10 or 15 years like I mean, come on, you're fine. Mm -hmm. You're fine. But yeah, so I'm on elementary OS. It's, uh, it's nice. It's nice. Um, are you still on Manjaro? Yep. Uh, that going good? Yep. Uh, we'll, we'll see how long I actually end up staying on elementary OS. I mean, to be honest, I think it's for the foreseeable future just because of how much shit works and it looks really nice. I mean, it's not bad. Um, yeah. I, would I haven't had no updates break anything on Manjaro yet, and that seems to be the complaint people have when I they mean, complain about it. I don't really have updates breaking shit on Arch, and Manjaro are Arch like repositories, but held back for a little bit. So yeah. I really don't understand how you could have like breakages on on Manjaro at least frequent breakages i could understand that like once in a blue moon like i'm sure once every three right. years you're gonna have some update some dev do something stupid like i, <laughs> I totally understand that happening but frequently i i doubt it um 
Now, granted, I have started to like get to know a lot more people with like and like how they're like how they have their system set up. And I mean, you wouldn't believe the amount of people who have like over like six thousand like to like eight thousand packages on their system like any one given time. And for those people, I can understand you having breakages. Like Mm -hmm. when you have that one random package that like is completely useless and does something like really weird, like, yeah, I can totally understand some dev for that, like not touching it for ages and using a dependency that's like not even existing anymore. (laughs) Like far upgraded, but that's what flatbacks are for and app images and snaps don't exist. <laughs> I know you use snaps, but still I'm, I'm heavily against snaps. I've, I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, they work, they work. I just, I just don't like the snap daemon. Like to me, it's a very mm-hmm. arrogant, like it's a very arrogant piece of software. Well, it was in the case of stunt rally, it was the third thing I tried and it was the one that worked the best. And to me, I think that's the problem with snaps is, is snaps are like, you know, when like all else fails, a snap will work. Like, and, but to me, that's the, like, that's why I hate snaps so much. Like, I, like they're intrusive and I don't like them, but at the end of the day, shit will just like, I mean, you have the best chance of shit working there. It's sort of like windows. That's why I hate windows. Like it's, it, it, I mean, it's not really good, especially to you. Like it doesn't treat you with any type of respect, but at the end of the day, if all else fails, you can install windows and you have a really good chance of it just working. I mean, not long-term wise because I mean, but by the way, do you, do you know just how like bad NTFS is as a file system? Oh, it's horrid. Yeah, it it I I hate it. It is mm. the worst thing. It I mean, it's designed so that you need to buy a new hard drive. Like it's like that's what it is. And it's like it's like hey, so like let's build a design like a, a file system that is going to convince that, someone that they need to buy a new hard drive. That is going to fragment and make that head jump all over the place. Mhm. Which I Sadly, I I can't hate it because it, it is one of those things where you do have to respect the sort of like intelligence that goes behind a lot of like Microsoft schemes and everything. Because I mean they're they're a company that understands they don't make money off of selling you copies of Windows. They make money off of selling you PCs like you buy a PC from a manufacturer they have to buy a copy of Windows for it again OEM price is so much cheaper but again and then they make and then they make money off your data well yeah yeah I mean well they have other ways of milking you of course Mm -hmm. I mean they can't just have one but uh, like I mean that's what pisses me off about Windows like 11 so much like all right, so let's just convince half the world that they're like two-year-old CPU is just trash and insecure. Like, okay, come on, y'all. Like, I, I understand you want to sell some copies of Windows and like, you know, but do you have to create like a little country's worth of like e-waste in the process? Like, come on. Uh, but hey, uh, I mean, like as some people have said, like I'm pretty sure Linux market share is growing and it probably is to do with Windows 11 a little bit. A little bit. Not to mention the sort of like 
uh, I, I don't know. Like it's weird. It's, it seems like we have a wave of Linux stuff that like is pushing like Linux in the actual like user market, like the, the end, end consumer market. Like not only do we have the steam deck coming out, uh, right. We have windows like Microsoft doing shit that like literally mm-hmm. is forcing people to check out other alternatives or go spend like a thousand dollars. Um, yeah. And God forbid you're somebody who is like a gamer and like you have an Intel, like I, I like an i7 like 6700k still a fantastic chip or something you're, you know like your perfectly good cpu can go kick rocks yeah it's like, <laughs> like here's the crazy thing to me about windows 11 like do you know how many people have to be in this exact use case where they like want to use windows 11 and want to upgrade and yet they simply can't because they spent their money like a year ago on a really nice like 2080 super or something like that, like a top of the end graphics card, but they have a three-year-old or a four-year-old chip and they can't update. Like they need to go either buy a new chip or a whole new computer. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that chip. Yeah. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like absolutely nothing wrong. And also the thing about TPM is like the amount of people out there that are like likely targets for that hot, like that low level of a hardware attack. I mean, come on, man. Like it, if you're going to experience that level of shit, like you're, you're either into some stuff that you probably shouldn't be into, or you're just (laughs) downloading stuff off the internet that you should never be downloading. Like, Now, but then again, someone will make the argument of like, well, what if something nasty like that was put on a Linux ISO and distributed like that? Like, uh, I, I, I highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. I, I, I don't really think there's that much. Um, uh, well, there's definitely not any money to be made in distributing uh, ISOs that like are hacked Linux installs like right what's what would what's the point yeah there's like no monetary benefit there 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 is like a like a um a, like a nation state level like problem there like where there's like where, where you've got like north korea's and like russia's like all like they all have their own like state branded linux distros um which i mean still even then it's not like a monetary attack they're just spying on you isn't that like the one of the the Russian one, like the Russian military uses? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can download. Like, I mean, they have uh-huh. they have a a regular one for citizens like, that you can get, um, which to me is just like nuts. Like, yeah, my KGB bros just <laughs> whipped up a Linux distro. That's, I mean that 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 would literally be like the NSA releasing like their own Linux distro and people right. actually using it. I mean, like, yeah, this is pretty good. Like, do, do you know how many mm-hmm. backdoors are in that shit? Like, so many. Too many to count. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, good Lord. Like, I, I don't know. Um, when it comes to, like, distros and, it, and everything, so uh, let's say, like, Manjaro and Zubuntu just disappear. What would you go with next? Like, what would be your next, like, choice? Um, 
something with the XFCE more. I'd, something will just, I'd keep the XFCE desktop. Now, uh, and other than that, how many distributions would I have to exterminate from existence to get you to be like, oh, I'll try a source based distro? All of them, like every binary distro would have to be gone. <laughs> Could you, like, like, would you ever try a source based distro? I, I don't know. It was more fun playing around with the computer when I was younger rather than now I just. You want to get stuff want it to done. work. I yeah. just want it to work. Yeah. Which is pretty much the reason why I don't really go with that, that many source-based distros. Like it's, I like messing around with my system and everything, but I also need to get stuff done. And that's why like Linux in general is, it's really nice. Um, you can <laughs> fly buzzing around you. But yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like when it comes to like Linux, you can, tinker around with the system and still get stuff done with a source based distro. You spend so much time fixing issues or just like updating software. Like, I mean, you got to recompile the whole damn thing. So, I mean, nah, nah. I mean, I'd much rather be much rather be playing a game than compiling like just either my kernel or, some BS in the background, like having to recompile Discord or some shit in the background. Like, nah, I'll I'll pass. I'll pass. I'll just run Discord. Um, whatever cruff they add in there in the background that I'm not going to use, eh, it's 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 there. Um, that's why you right. just try and pick out software that's not bloated as as hell. Um, but an unbloated Discord, I don't know that that would ever really be a thing. Because how do you unbloat Discord? It's sort of asking, like, how do you unbloat Google? Like, you just, right. you can't. With the level of information that they harvest, there, there's no such thing as de-bloating it. You just have to delete their archives all the time. Mm. Um, and then again, I don't know about you, but I have found some very good videos on, like, YouTube archives from, like, like way back, like, huh. eight, ten years ago. Like, um... 12, 15, like, uh, or not 12, 15. I know I saw one that was like 11 years ago. So, like they got some really good stuff, like on, uh, back on their archives. Um, but still that being said, uh, I honestly don't know. Like, here's a good question. How, how much money do you think it costs YouTube to store like videos that are like over 10 years old? Like, how, how much do you think of their revenue goes into that? Uh, probably a lot. There's, yeah. Even though, like, they're probably lower res files back then, they're still not small. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it, it has to take so many resources to keep up that old stuff. Right? Not to mention the new stuff, but, like, the old stuff, man. Like, if you're keeping that there, good Lord, like... Also, I don't know. I, like, I thought YouTube had some like automated deleting systems. So I, I don't know. Like, they got I, a bunch of, they got they got a bunch of stupid automated systems. Well, I mean, according to them, that they don't even understand. Like, <laughs> like it's fucking running on magic. Um, which that's what I really don't understand about Google. Well, you know what's you know what's really annoying about YouTube is there's no real way to contact them. And oh so yeah. You have to, and so you have to pretty much open a Twitter account so you can at YouTube if you got an issue. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's, 
YouTube's communication is quite frankly the worst thing on earth. <laughs> but I I also sort of understand it because of just how much they're having to intake data wise and how many people they right like the platform is interacting with such a large portion of humanity that there's literally not they can't hire and pay enough people to nope. actually deal with the amount of people they need to deal with um that being said it with how mystical and like how godlike they claim their algorithm to be can't you just make an algorithm that would communicate to people just as mystically and amazingly as it as it does like what like here's the thing about youtube like youtube is one of those places we've all had this happen on youtube and google where like it's not even like you deliberately saw something but you started thinking about like you wanting to see something and you scroll down just like two or three and it's fucking there like yeah google is so good about learning like like what what you like what you prefer and everything <clears throat> how can you not develop a system that can learn what people like and want tech support wise and communication wise like hmm. it, a generic bend email that like there's only like three responses to like when you have a major problem with your channel how is that acceptable how can you develop <laughs> out systems and then you have just three bend responses um right like god dang man but uh, as much as i want to gripe about youtube the, it's not like youtube is necessarily all bad uh, it, it, it it's it's it, it doesn't do the world a complete disservice, but like, like with everything, there's very, very solid pros and cons to it. Right. Uh, both, both equal. And like, um, I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where like, we can bitch and complain about YouTube all day long, but you do have to empathize with how much like they have to deal with. It's where the eyeballs are and the infrastructure has got to be insane. Yeah. Yeah. And even with that infrastructure, um, it, I, I, I don't know that we'll ever get to a point where they can effectively take in as much video content as they do and also communicate with everybody. Um, and stay like, the, the the people who like want to get YouTube taken off the face of the earth because bad shit like it's shown or shared on YouTube and it, ta and it takes them time to deal with it. Like, I, I don't think those people are realistic, like on any platform where people are like, people are going to do shit. They're not supposed to like, that's just going to happen. People do that. And uh, when you have as many people as, as YouTube has to deal with it and you, and you can only hire like, you know, I mean, almost almost all the world uses YouTube. Almost all. Yep. Not all of it, but almost all. And when you can only hire fucking 2,000 to 20,000 people to work and, like, um, actually go through and sift through the content, and those no are the way. only... Yeah, you can't do it. You can't do it. So, of course, you're going to have this automated bot system that sucks dong water and can't yeah. really do anything. Like... I don't know. It's just, I wish we had better systems for it, but it's just not, it's not there. And then Odyssey has its own issues. Like, I mean, it's, 
it's nice. It's it, it's easier to share um, like content that you wouldn't be able to share on YouTube. You don't really have um, the chance of like a company like YouTube bearing down on you to, uh, and telling you you can't share this or share that on the platform. Um, but that serves as, as its own problem because then how do you moderate like you know snuff like snuff films and like bad shit on the platform like you still you still need a method of dealing with it right um and i don't know like you you're, we're we're people like people mm-hmm. have problems people do shit that they're not supposed to it's going to be a constant problem um i just wish youtube got a little bit better about talking with us uh oh yeah there's there's pretty much zero communication yeah yeah and the communication that does that does exist is so shitty so shitty like um the like reaching out through the like the dashboard and stuff and doing that like do you actually do the surveys and everything for youtube no uh, i i do them they are the most like i i don't think youtube understands surveys like with as much as content creators are involved in youtube and you're uploading going live doing doing different shit in the dashboard you're you're in and out of there pretty fucking frequently. And yet they give you these surveys like, like once every couple of weeks or something like that. And it's like a 10 minute survey. Like it's a long fucking thing. Jesus. Just ask me a few questions every couple of days, like throw up the survey thing. If I'm going to take it, I'm either not, or I am like, I don't want to waste 10 or 15 minutes filling out a survey that I'm 99% sure you ain't going to read. Like, I mean, you would think it would be common sense, but no, no. 10 minutes is just too, that's just too much. Yeah. I mean, survey sites would pay me like 10 cents for my time on that. But I will say another thing about YouTube that's um, pretty interesting is uh, it seems to be uh, a lot uh, like a lot of us are growing now. Like, um, especially like with the Linux experiment and everything, like it seems to be like the Linux space is getting very much more um, uh, tight knit and like communicative. Like, I think I said that right. We're all talking yeah, to each other. Close enough. Sounded good. Let's roll with it. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we're like, it's, it, it seems like the community is getting much more tight knit, um, which is nice. Um, also like Matt, not too long ago was, uh, was on tech over tea with Brody Robertson. Um, I still need to see that. I, I don't know if it's gone up yet. I'm pretty sure it has. Um, I've just been slacking and haven't gone and seen it yet. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know about your channel. Uh, I mean, your chat always seems, seems active. So, uh, like, like everything growing a little bit. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's, it's good with with as much as you stream, you definitely should be growing at least somewhere. You always freaking live. Yes, pretty much pretty much all i've been doing is like and i was bouncing around through a bunch of different games and it's just like i'm just gonna focus on this one for right now maybe two now see the way my luck goes like i'll i'll be that person like 
I'll I'll pop into a stream and it'll be like the ending of a game uh-huh. and I'll walk away because like I, I lurk all the time. Like I'll have your stream open like while I'm doing something else. And then mm. like I periodically will come back and like Dude, like what, what I'm super nervous about is like watching, like being there at the beginning of the stream and then getting caught up in something and coming back like right at the end of the stream and just witnessing, like w- witnessing like the ending of the last cutscene and you be like, oh yeah, man. All right, so on to the next game and then like the live stream ends. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man, I, 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 I've been streaming and like Matt has been popping in and out um, periodically uh, and I can't remember, like me and Matt were laughing. I think it was yesterday or the day before, like we were in a call talking about it, but he, he, he got me started on like one rant in one of my live streams, like about Microsoft. Like I, I think it was like, <laughs> I'd gone to GitHub and like their, like their dark mode. You had to sign up for it. I like, started right. ranting. He popped out left for like an hour, popped back in and I was still going. And he was like, geez, geez. <laughs> <laughs> but, that type of dumb stuff in uh in like design is, is what i hate like when you when you blatantly put like telemetry first over just basic features like right. that's when i'm like oh come on man like you're, you're not even trying to do like trying to hide behind the veil of this is going to help us develop uh it's like we we just need it like yeah we we just need your data uh well, maybe the ones that that uh, do think they're forced to upgrade and will, maybe that'll put a, a flood of uh, used equipment for cheap on the market. Oh, dude, one can hope. One can hope. Right. Uh, I mean, it's it. The the sad thing though is, is a there's lot of probably those... enough people out there that don't know better. Yeah, but see, like the sad part is, 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 is a lot of it is going to end up being e waste because like a lot of people with those. Like, I mean, the, the businesses with those old, old, like Intel, like, you know, slim optiplexes that you can't upgrade a damn thing in. Right. Those are just going to get dumped. And like, I I don't know that there's enough people in the used market that want one of those uh, or need one of those as like a backup machine or a server or something like that a lot of that's going to end up as e-waste and like right. that that's what fucking that that's what upsets me about it um cuz yeah like cheap cheap products on the market like hell yeah I'm all down for that but the amount of fucking e-waste that it's going to cause is right and like we we already have the problem of like like I mean like what we do is we ship our trash to other third world countries and have them burn it and dispose of it like themselves. And even them are starting to decline the amount of like trash and e-waste that we're sending because they just can't handle it. They can't deal with it. Um, Right. And here we are, Microsoft just being like, eh, well, 3000 more tons won't, won't mean nothing. Just everybody in the U S and in pretty much all the world needs to upgrade their systems if they want to use windows 11. Um, which for business, like it's pretty much required. Like, yeah, you need those windows updates. You can't be running an old version of windows. Windows ain't like Linux. You can run an out of date Linux system for quite a while and not really worry about anything. Like, yeah, you'll get some new security patches and they're good security patches, but, um, you're, you're much less likely 
to run into a security like a major security vulnerability because you didn't update debian you know like mm. you know, it's you're pretty safe running an old old out-of-date version of debian than you are an old out-of-date version of windows well, well that's one uh, one nice thing about the shit um market shares we're not we're not we're not a target yeah. if you're going if you're going after a, a group of people there's not many of us yeah and i mean if you're if you're doing a, a malware like extortion scheme yeah like come on the dude running running the operating system didn't even pay for it it's like what's the odds that he's going to pay you to retrieve it back mm. i don't know right uh, uh speaking of well just uh, we're talking about software and everything uh have you uh tried anything with uh the laptop uh when it comes to different drivers like did you use any pro drivers on no. the like laptop okay. no well, i mean you wouldn't need to either i definitely wouldn't benefit from it um but I, I i tried out the um pro drivers as a potential fix on debian change change like nothing like huh. nothing and, and i'm running a server card in here um which to me I find very fucking weird. Like huh. I don't understand how I install the actual like pro like Radeon drivers for that should because they're proprietary include stuff for their old server right. cards and nothing. It don't. Huh. Like, it was very weird. Um, but at the same time, the card is actually really good. Um, it's just it's like a it's a slim server card. It's clearly meant to be put in a 1U case the way the heatsink mm -hmm. is. The heatsink is like fucking this wide and it's got uh, fins going through it. So it's meant to have like a super high, like th over 3000 RPM fan just like shooting right. air into it all the time. And luckily my case design has three fans going up the entire length of it. So there's constantly right. air being pushed at it. Um, but they're not there. There are no server 3000 RPM fans. So mm -hmm. when I start gaming on this bitch, it will get up to about a hundred, hundred degrees Celsius, 105 degrees Celsius. Ouch. Yeah. That don't sound good. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so I don't know how long it's going to last in here. I'll probably have to go back to the K 4000 and I don't know what I'm going to do with this card because I don't know. It'll just be a backup graphics card. Cause I mean, at the very least it can output video and at, at there it's fine. Right. Um, just gaming on it. Like it can handle gaming. Uh, it's actually surprisingly good. At it gaming. just can't keep it cool. Yeah. I, there is no fucking way I'm keeping this thing cool. Unless, unless I just, anytime I decide to play a game, just set my fans to just absolute max the mm -hmm. entire time and then play. But eh, I, I mean, Nah, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Uh, I really want to get the 5700G at some point, but that'll be down the road. And I'm nervous about that too because, Jesus. It's new. Yeah, it's new. <laughs> and if I, if I, I'm really liking elementary OS here, and I don't, I don't want to get something where I'm going to plug it in here and then just everything's going to be a problem. Like, uh, much rather not. I'm 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 really happy here on on 
elementary OS. And... All right, get a hold of it, try it once. It's like, okay, I'm going to put you in the closet for about six months and try again. <laughs> yeah. or, 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 or take lots of aspirin. <laughs> going through headaches. <laughs> I, I'd have to take a lot of aspirin tonight. But uh, when it comes to uh, graphics cards and gaming and everything, have you been trying any uh, modern titles on uh, your systems? Oh, that, uh, what the heck? That Ghost Runner. Oh, yeah, the Ghost Runner demo. You were playing that? It ran great. I, did, I haven't been playing it, but I did try it. I got mm -hmm. stuck at one, a certain point, but um, it ran great on the desktop, the 3400G desktop, but it was, uh, it went back and forth between not running or just stuttering on the laptop. Yeah, that, that, that game's got a lot of graphic detail to it. They're usually about close to on par with each other as far as performance. There's more cores and threads in the laptop, but it's slower. Yeah. On, so it kind of on my poor out. little, like, um, uh, Dell, Dell laptop, I mean, it, it runs fine, but if it's not using that dedicated card, it will stutter like a bitch. It mm -hmm. has to use the dedicated card. And X-Plane was running good on the uh, laptop till it quit running. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you still haven't been able to get it I haven't tried lately. I got I gotta get some stuff off this hard drive somehow. Are are you uh restricted on hard drive space? Yeah. Oh shit. It's the it's the two hundred and fifty gig. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh shit. Well, I mean, can you get a um external drive? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I have so a... uh, that's what I do. I have some external drives. But, I mean, the problem with external drives is then you end up with, like, three fucking external drives. Anytime you want to play yep. a game, you're like, where did I put that damn thing? Mm -hmm. You have to sift through. Like, uh, no. Um, uh, dude, I, I've been looking into playing um, uh, some more Stardew Valley. Huh. Because it's just, I mean, it's, it's one of those games where it's, it's just so fun um i mean it's nothing special it's, it's stardew valley mm -hmm. it, i mean it, it, it might as well just be a um uh elegant and um uh not annoying as shit version of farmville that, that mm -hmm. might as be what it like might as well be what it is but mm. i think what i want to be doing is playing uh stardew valley on the channel just just sitting back playing some stardew valley for ford knows how long um probably play it for quite a while um, have you seen uh valoran yes dude it's so fun right? so fun i'm surprised uh, i haven't installed that lately i also need to show that off because that's actually an open source game yeah um, that's yeah that, that's the really gliding's cool. great dude the glide guess, like the gliding i guess is they've so got fun. airships they've got like blimps or something since i've mm -hmm. played it you, you, you can load into uh i'm not even trying to say the name again because i'll butcher it but um you I mean, you can load into that game and just start gliding around the place and having a blast like it is yeah. so fun <laughs> such a good game 
Um, and the and the the funniest thing to me is I loaded into it with having the lowest expectations. I mean, like the lowest. Like I expected well, it to fucking run, and that, that was about it. Right. It's amazing how pretty the pixelated graphics are too. Yeah, dude, they've done a great job. Like voxel graphics have never looked. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, voxel graphics have looked really good for a while. Like I, uh, I don't know if you played Open Spades either, but that's a game where I think I've seen. Maybe it was you playing it. Probably, because I, I did live, live stream it for a while. Um, yeah, that looked pretty neat. <laughs> dude, it's, it's, it's real fun. It's real fun. Because, um, I mean, that one's like, like if Minecraft had sex with Call of Duty, and then, <laughs> like, that baby, uh, like, went to, like, um, college and then got heavily into, like, drugs... Like, that's what this game is. Because, like, not only can you build stuff, like, in Minecraft, and it's a first-person shooter like Call of Duty, right. it also has, like, um, like, uh, like really good, like, graphic features, like global illumination, like, uh, like lens flares and shit like that. <laughs> but th- and But then on top of it, you also have, like, different game modes where, like, I mean, you also have, like, zombies and stuff. Um but you can also like it's got different features like it's got a grappling hook in it on on different maps like like it's a feature you can enable where you can just cool. grapple hook across the fucking map and it's <laughs> it's so fun such a good game um <laughs> you also have um like you can also set up like kill streaks and stuff like that so you can like get like a uh a, like a bomber that will come over and dr- like just drop explosives on the ground like there's so much different stuff you can do in the game it's you call really in weird. an airstrike yeah yeah like, that's hilarious it, it, it's it's so good what do you gotta like find a radio and use it or something uh no you um i, I think it's something you unlock like when you're on a kill streak uh. <laughs> um, but 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 the thing is is like it's all open source which to me is just like the first time I loaded into it, I'm like, damn, man. Like open source games are starting to get real lit. Because mm. as as a game developer, I understand how difficult um, making the like really good graphical features available in uh, like an open source game. Like if you're not using something like Godot, like you're, it's just all like you're, you're using a very basic like engine. Like it's just an amalgamation of like game libraries, um, like creating like global illumination, and everything like that looks good and, and solid and works and building out multiplayer and stuff like that is very complicated shit. Um, right. Especially when you're not using a game. Like, I mean, like, let's be honest, if you're using unity, you can set up multiplayer in like fucking three hours. You can watch two, like two, like long tutorials right. and have multiplayer set up. Um, which is why I tend to use those types of game engines. Cause they save a lot on fucking time. Right. Uh, you can spend more time bullshitting around trying to get different stuff working than work on just getting like light to like work like properly right um but i respect the hell out of it when devs do it like when you spend that time and you do something and, where and, and why would you want to write a light engine if there was already one available that worked good exactly well i mean in cases like these games like the work they've done on their global illumination and stuff like that can be forked and done again and again and right. again which is amazing but like 
I'm the type of developer, like if I'm going to make a game, the whole point is making the game, not the tools and assets needed right. to recruit, like recreate a game later on. Um, that being said, I still respect the hell out of people who do it. Uh, Cause like, not only are you making your game, but you're also benefiting everyone else down the line right. who's going to make a game, um, which I think is really awesome. Um, and what's, what makes open source better than proprietary. Um, but even that being said, I'm still not one of those people who's like right, proprietary is just straight up garbage. Like I, I still mm. think there's a, a place in the world for proprietary. Right. Um, like Stardew Valley. I, I understand there's a reason why it's proprietary. Mm. Like, even though it could be open source, I understand the reason why it's not. Um, I think it's a little, little uh, presumptuous to think that everything uh, can be open source because uh, it, it's not really that everything can't be open source is that you assume that everyone thinks the same way that you do. Like, right. Pe people are different and some people want to like really try and protect their shit, uh, which I totally understand. Um, and it's just sometimes people try and protect the wrong stuff like Stardew Valley. Like it's worth protecting. It's a really good fucking game. It's a really good idea. It's very well executed. Something like well, Vivaldi. No, hmm. they steal nine or not steal, but they use 98 per like, or whatever it is, like 94, 93% of their fucking code is just forked from other open source projects. And they added like 8% on top. And they're like, huh. we're proprietary now. You can't steal our shit, which is like, dude, no one wants your proprietary garbage as hell uh, stuff. Like er earlier I was on, a, I was on a discord call and I had two other people, like we were talking about Vivaldi and I was like, I dare you to load up Vivaldi right now and, uh, and tell me it gives you three different options of like, like different things that you can get built in, explain them to me. And like both of them loaded up, were confused, moved in and the amount of shit that's in Vivaldi they're they're both like, what is it? Like, um, like like one of them started theming it right away. I think it was Dylan. Dylan started theming it right away. And he was like, Jesus, man, this thing is ugly as hell. Like there's like <laughs> 4,000 features. Uh, and like, he's like, dude, I just want to load in. He's like, I just want to fucking load up a web page. I like, just want to look. You're right. Like, come on. Like, but I mean, that's, that's what you get when you go to Vivaldi, you get something that's like, I don't know. It tries to make like Vivaldi tries to create like an ecosystem in which you never leave the browser. And at that point, just go out and buy a Chromebook. Like <laughs> if, if you just want a web browser, like you don't even want a computer. You just want a web browser. Yeah. Like go out and buy a Chromebook and then don't yep. bitch and complain when like, you know, you don't have options to do stuff. Like you went out and you bought a web browser. Like that's <laughs> what you did. Like, um, yeah, know. think about it real hard, because if you want something better later, the Chromebook's not going to do it for you. Hell no, hell no. I don't know anybody that thinks uh, thinks a Chromebook is the best way to, like, I really don't know many business people who get a Chromebook. No. Just because, like, if you really want to do business, you can't have a Chromebook. You just, you just, uh, unless your entire business operates on like Google docs, then like, hmm. yeah, maybe. But even then, like, like the, 
the thing that I hear from a lot, yeah, but the the thing that I hear from a lot of people is like you need Excel and stuff, and like yeah, like Google does have like Google Sheets, but there are shit that like like my mom works with like uh, medical billing and stuff. They have like big fucking spreadsheets and stuff like that. You there are features in Excel that there just aren't in Google Sheets and stuff, and so you can't for a real bit like a real business you can't rely on you can't rely on google drive and like essentially google drive extensions to run your whole business that's not reliable uh that would be like me going into gnome and then bitching and complaining that's not reliable because i installed like 17 different extensions right you you don't really have grounds to stand on and I feel like that's why a lot of people like Matt don't like Gnome is because they like they they seem anti extensions and anti customization and it's really not it's just that they can't support it because they're not the ones who make the extensions so when you install eight different extensions that Gnome has no idea what's doing and there's conflict like they can't they can't help you out there and and that's why they don't just let you. In within thirty seconds of loading up GNOME, install eight different extensions. They they need you to like actually install the extensions app, or if it's already installed, start going in there uh, or not going in there. Go to a website, pull them down. Like they make it a multi-step process because if they made it super easy, people would complain at them all the time because GNOME doesn't work. But it, it's really not GNOME. It's the fucking eight extensions that you use. Like, that's that's well, really what it is. That's one of the things that's great about XFCE is you want to customize something, you just right click on that thing you want to customize and it'll be somewhere there in the drop down menu to go f- customize it and it's just easy and it's built into the operating system mm-hmm. uh, XFC is, is is really good for customization the thing about XFC that kills me is their their own compositor is <laughs> highly highly ridiculous like it either works perfect like and I, and I mean like like when the xfc compositor works and it works for you it works flawlessly like you never have to interact with it you never have any problems it just works or you have a system in which it just shits the bed and it mm. constantly has no idea what's going on and like the errors that i've seen with that compositor i've never experienced in my life anywhere else other than X- xfc and here's the thing though, XFCE will constantly be one of those things that like I go back to from time to time mm. because you, it's all dependent on your system. Most systems, the compositor works fantastic. And as long as the, like, here's my experience with with XFCE. The only point of failure with XFCE is the compositor. Like that's, that's it. If that if that works fine for you, you're gonna have a good time with XFC. It just will work. Oh um, uh, yeah, I used to have to uh, I used to have to install Compton because you just get massive screen tearing, and it's like okay, just install Compton, it's fixed. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to configure it to be like lighter on resources, you can do that fairly easily. Yeah. Well, the the thing that I don't like about doing that is like when you have screen tearing, you install Compton, but you're I running two compositors but i haven't had to do that this last time around mm-hmm. it's just been fine yeah and as well there was screen there was screen tearing in zubuntu but that was just but that was uh going into uh 
Going anyway, making a AMG graphics card. Don't tear config. Oh yeah, yeah. That for some reason that's pretty much like that's all too common. Like right, you, you constantly like with with AMD cards. Like if you're having screen tearing, that's just like a necessary step. You just got to add the tear free yeah. option. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, it's it's really not that big of a deal, but it is annoying because just add it. Like, yeah. What harm is it going to do if it, if it if it's there and it can't be used? Like yeah, it was like the auto detected. You got an AMD card. Put that config in. Yeah, like how difficult is that? There's there there's no way that you can convince Am me. Am I that's asking like... too much? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go on now. Like, I just want you to do this this one little thing for me. Just 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 this one little thing. But so I do have a question for you. Do you have Stardew Valley? Nope. Damn it. Damn it. All right. Well, fine. And in that case, I guess I, I guess I won't invite you over to my, to my Stardew Valley house for, for an epic dinner. Gosh. What do you even do? Oh, you said it's like Farmville sort of. Uh, yeah, you like, it's essentially like you have a community, um, like around you that uh, like you'll, you build relationships with people in the community. You fix up, like there's a community like center, um, that, that you're like, you don't have to like fix it up, but if you do, like you get different stuff for it. Um, right. Uh, and you, you just try to form and, uh, and like actually like make a place for yourself in the society. Like it's, mm -hmm. uh, you also like can build out your house. Um, uh, you can build different things. Like you can, you can start raising cattle or um, like, like, you, I mean, some people start like, um, like you can start uh, brewing beer and stuff like that. Um, hmm. So you could start your own brewery. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a really good game. Like you can do a whole bunch huh. of different shit in it. Uh, and they do also have multiplayer. So like you can, you can play with friends and then like, you'll like your, like your plots of land, like will get added in town at some point. And so like, you can, go and like visit other people's places um it's a really really good game um huh. and it's not that expensive either like you can normally pick it up on sale for like five to ten bucks um which is definitely worth it um, i mean even then i think standard price is 15 so yeah even then it's like might as well yeah it's fun i mean it's it it's it's so cheap um and so it, like, I mean, the amount of time that I've gotten out of playing Stardew Valley is ridiculous. I've, I've, I've played a lot of Stardew Valley. Um, I definitely need to start streaming it again. That's, that's yeah, 100% going to happen. I was interested in Outer Worlds and I went and looked at the price and said, like, I'll wait for that to go on sale. Never mind. <laughs> Outer Worlds is a good game too, but um, I, 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 I really don't know. I'm... Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be playing Stardew Valley. I'm, I'm... I do. I am gonna get back to the Atom RPG, mm -hmm. and I do have the uh, I have the sequel to it also, Thorogord or whatever, however you pronounce that. I don't know how to pronounce any of that <laughs> Russian stuff. <laughs> ne neither do I. Uh, holy crap! Okay, so apparently you can get. I did not know the game could ever look like that. That's fucking sick. All right. Anyway, I, I need to stop looking at Stardew Valley. I'm getting distracted. 
Well, um, it has been about an hour. Um, I guess we can go ahead and end the podcast here. Uh, it's It's been very all over the place, as it should be. Uh, as right. every one of our stream or podcasts are, they're always all over the place. We bounce around, talk about what we want to. Um, we've had people pop in and out, uh, throughout this entire time. I didn't even think about it. We are in just general talk in my server. So at, at any point, anyone can join in and, uh, share their opinions. So, uh, we, we do have a guest for the end of the, of the podcast. Do you have anything you want to say before we end it off here? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Hope everyone's doing well. There you uh, go. I just popped in randomly. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we're just kind of hanging out. But uh... As you should, as you should. Uh, and uh, th- that's just a good sign. So if anyone uh, is watching this and um, you like the podcast, you enjoy the videos, just know there's a Discord link down below as well as Jeff's channel link. Uh, you should go investigate both of those. Give Jeff uh, a sub and, you know, hang out. He streams all the time super awesome streams now uh and then also definitely click the discord link come on over and you can pop in a voice chat and sometimes there might not be anybody in there but if you hang out for like 10 minutes somebody will join you and then three hours later there'll be like eight or nine people in there talking with you um that's pretty much how this this server works (laughs) um but yeah so uh, i think that's going to be it uh thank you guys for watching And uh, that is it for this Linux Land podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.